Hi, you're listening to Dr. Shamina Johnson, and this is Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina, the podcast that focuses on learning to become conscious and aware so that you can take control of your life in this very challenging world. So what do you say? Let's get into it. Badu. Let me let me just recite the beginning lyrics for you because they're so profound. Bag lady, you gon' hurt your back, dragging all them bags like that. I guess nobody ever told you. All you must hold on to is you, is you, is you. One day, all them bags going to get in your way. Erica Badu really put those lyrics together, and they are just profound. And I like that song because there's so much power in our past and all these bags that we carry around with us. You know, when a person prevents, presents for therapy, you know, usually they present with all these bags. Anxieties, fears, trauma, sadness, or depression, or challenges in relationships. But what I love about therapy is that we, the client and I, we get a chance to go on a journey where you start to create a roadmap where it all started. You know, as a therapist, that's the beauty of why I love my job is that I get to carbon copy where the injury or injuries started. Our histories are so important because we are all a walking 365-page book of living history, of living proof of what we've been through. So when you hear someone say, I have anxieties and fears and relationship issues, trauma, you think, like take a moment and think, was it? what is it that's happened in this person's life where like all the bags that they carry that brought them to this conclusion? You know, we all bear the invisible wounds from our childhood. And when these invisible wounds go unnoticed or unnamed, it can wreak havoc on our relationships. It's the unnamed pain of these invisible wounds that become a way for us to orient our lives. Like, for example, it's the pain of a young girl who has an absent father and explains the absence as a defect within herself. It's the pain of a young woman who feels unloved, learns to cover these feelings by overcompensating and becoming an overachiever. If I can't be loved for who I am, I will be loved for what I do. Or it's the pain of a woman that experiences rage and anger and turns it inward towards herself, 
and becomes depressed. Experiences from my childhood strongly influence our adult behavior. And how we learn to manage our emotions is often rooted in childhood as well. You know, our families hold a lot of power. You know, we're born into families. We're contained by our families, fed by our families, and also neglected and sometimes even betrayed by our family. Whenever we think of family, think of the metaphoric home. Negative behaviors and traits, as well as individual talents, can often lie hidden underneath the surface. You know, for some families, emotional vulnerability and crying is encouraged. For others, it's frowned upon. For some families, anger is tolerated. For others, it's the worst and you are shamed for its very expression. We are not conscious of these invisible wounds of family. Then we carry it all forth, identifying with the negative projections. Then it becomes a way of how we see ourselves and how we see others. But when we become conscious, you bring a greater self-awareness and healing to that which could not ever be acknowledged. You know, facing these negative traits and behaviors that have been passed down like the family jewels affords you the ability to not remain trapped. But first you must identify and acknowledge what lies beneath the surface. You know, emotional expression is an important way that we bring a sense of vitality to our lives and our relationships. You know, when our emotional expression is suppressed because of prescribed and expected ways of being, that can often lead to sadness or depression. By definition, or at least my definition of depression, it means literally depressing feelings depressing emotional expression. And when you suppress those feelings, the body doesn't really realize joy or happiness. It's all pushed down. And as a black woman, I can say that I was socialized to become blind to my own feelings, even when faced with difficult life challenges. I was told that I had to just push through it. Have any of you ever experienced this? You know, sometimes you feel like you don't have the right to complain or to express fear, sadness, or even reach out for help. How come there's so much shame surrounding our very own feelings, the one thing that makes us really real and human? I mean, we are thinking and feeling individuals, right? Where did you learn to ignore your own feelings? Think about it. There are so many factors that influence it. Sometimes the reasons lie within our family, our culture, or even inferences from society at large. But then it becomes personal when you're an adult and you have the wherewithal to choose how you want to be and how you want to present yourself to the world. When we repeat these learned behaviors, it takes on a different meaning. It becomes very much intertwined in the context of our own social relationships. It dictates what is normal from what becomes dysfunctional. Now, let's take a little bit more focused look at what I'm talking about. 
you know, we spend pretty much the first quarter of our lives deciding what parts of ourselves to amputate from our lives. We also spend the rest of our lives trying to recover them back again. When we are children and full of energy, you know, out in the world, we start to notice that maybe our parents disapprove of certain parts of us. Maybe we feel like we have to suppress or amputate parts of ourselves that people don't like. Have you, I, I remember my mother used to say, like, can't you be still? <laughs> or there's nothing for you to cry about. Or I'll give you something to cry about. Good girls don't talk like that. That's not what you feel. You feel this. Fill in the blank. You start to put these emotions aside to appease those around you. You start to learn who I need to become in order to make these people happy. Then you go to high school and then there's peer pressure on how you have to behave. You know, I was, think about it, like I was that nice girl that I wanted to fit in with all the other all the other peers and, you know, try to be a little bit more accessible. Um, you know, you start to censor yourself even more. Then you become an adult and attempt to have relationships with the parts of yourself that is left over. Go figure. When we become adults, the challenge is recovering those parts of ourselves that we have ignored, left behind, or amputated from our life. Ask yourself, did you, dis- did you sacrifice your sense of spontaneity for self-discipline, autonomy for loyalty, expression of feelings for silence and approval? Our past holds a lot of power, and if we're not conscious, we do play these things out in our waking lives, in our current relationships. It's the lost parts and the emotions associated with this that becomes a pathway of how we socialize ourselves. But when the parts of ourself and our emotions are not permitted to be experienced based on learned behavior, or simply when our parents or other adults invalidate our emotions, they get repressed. And there's that 10,000 pound bag that you carry on your back. But also with that, goes your sense of self. Thank you for listening to Dark Matters with Dr. Shamina. Please don't forget to share this on social media and I'll catch you next time.